Hey, you're tuning in to We Just Like to Talk. I'm your host, Becky. And I'm Ben. And this is a podcast for easy listening about hard subjects. Today's topic is... Recommending the Things. So in this episode, we are discussing recommending things, so things that we are, or we think that we're experts in. Maybe not even, maybe not even experts, maybe just <laughs> things that we enjoy. I think as a millennial, you get recommended a lot of things. No, not even as a millennial, just as a human being, we're bombarded with recommendations, right? You listen to a podcast and they plug things that they like, either sponsored or non-sponsored. You go on social media, people talk about things that they really like. Um, I know I do that. I know when I go on Instagram, I sometimes plug a product, whether or not I'm sponsored by them. It's just that I like certain things. So what you're saying is you just want to be part of the problem now. Oh, 100%. It's like monkey <laughs> see, monkey do, right? Here we are, another podcast, and we're going to recommend some things to you. <laughs> So you better like it and you better go buy it too. Just kidding. Should probably men mention at this juncture that none of the stuff we're recommending has sponsored us. We don't get any Yet. money if you do any of these things. This There are no ads in this, this episode. Um, but if anybody would like to pay us to advertise stuff, just let us know. We would totally sell out. Yes, please. I, I don't even care if I actually like it or not. I just want to start plugging things in the podcast. And not even at the beginning or at the end, because you can just like automatically skip those things. It's like right dead center. And then yes. boom, we plug something. Have you heard about this new mattress I've been trying, Becky? <laughs> okay, but seriously, there are so many mattress companies out there right now. It's like too much. But you only know about them if you listen to podcasts. Yes, but was it you that was talking about the Lisa mattress? Yes. Or, okay, yeah. Because ever since you've mentioned that, I've been seeing commercials about it. Uh, I'm sorry, your phone was listening to you. I know. It's creepy. Or my computer was listening to me. I don't know. Yeah. So there's yeah. like... These days, right, there's so many recommendations that we get that are powered by algorithms. So like when you're on Netflix or Spotify or whatever and you're watching a TV show or listening to a song, there's an algorithm in the background that's then trying to generate new things for you to discover and new things to recommend to you. And creating better recommendation algorithms is one of the holy grails of programming computer science. Yeah. How do you feel about that when Netflix recommends like a TV show to you? I mean, I mean, they're always like, uh, this is a 92% match. And I'm like, yeah. really? Is it? Is it really, though? Because some of the stuff you're recommending to me is not to my tastes at all. Um, and I'm not here to praise or diss any one particular recommendation algorithm. I think sometimes the algorithm gets it really right and sometimes it gets it really wrong. But in general, I think recommendation algorithms 
are very dependent on how much you use the service and the ways in which you use the service. Like my Amazon recommendation algorithms are really, really messed up Mm -hmm. because I use my Amazon for personal things. I use them for like ordering stuff for friends, for gifts and stuff. So Amazon really has no idea what kind of stuff I like to buy because as far as it knows, you know, I'll buy stuff for me and then I'll also buy like a gift for you that I would never actually want. So what you're saying is that you're unintentionally throwing off Amazon. Yes. And so those are algorithms, right? And then I guess the other type of recommendations and the type of recommendations that we will be giving to our listeners are the bespoke recommendations, right? When you have a friend or somebody that you trust, an authority figure of some kind, uh, personally recommending something to you, saying, hey, this is something that I endorse, this is something I like, and I think you'll like it too. Mm-hmm something that's sort of related to that too are like sponsored recommendations that that's the line where it's like okay i trust this person to recommend stuff to me yeah but now they've been paid to recommend this thing so it's like do they actually like it or not how much are they being paid um and have they disclosed that it's sponsored right like podcast ads you know that they're ads so but it's all that stuff around like people getting in trouble for posting things on Instagram and not tagging them as hashtag sponsored or ad or whatever. Yeah. I definitely have like mixed feelings about that. Like cert, I don't know. It's weird. It's like certain podcasters. I don't mind if they're like plugging stuff and I think it's like how they deliver it too. And even like some of the stuff that Jackie Schimmel from the bitch Bible has recommended, like I've gone on those sites and I'm like, okay, like she is like really pushing this product. Um, she does it in like a funny sort of way too, like the way that she says it. It And it's very natural. So maybe I feel like I trust her a little bit more. Um, and obviously like she's super transparent about like, this is an ad, blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, they are sponsoring me, but I still like love this product. And then there are people like Lewis Howes, like when he's sponsoring things, I'm just sometimes unsure. I'm like on the fence. I'm like, do you actually use that? Or are you just saying that you use it? Do you believe that people should only accept sponsorships from companies they actually would endorse? Or do you think it's okay to endorse and spon- and take a sponsorship from a company you don't really use or like as long as your audience understands that this is strictly business, you don't actually use this product. Okay, personally, if a brand sends me stuff, if I'm making a blog out of it, I'm like, yeah, like I really have to like these products. Like if I Mm -hmm. think that they're shit and that they're giving me acne or something, Mm -hmm. then no, I won't do it. Uh, I haven't had that yet, thankfully. Like all the products I have been sent, I'm like, wow, I actually really like this. But do I think like others, I don't know. It's like, I'm not like an authority. Like I, it's like, do what you want to do. But mm-hmm. I think your credibility is definitely going to go down if you're just promoting any anything and everything for sure. How do you feel about it? I just think it's interesting how the whole influencer culture has sprung up around social media, right? And mm-hmm. you have a person endorsing a product but that person is now supposedly one of us, right? They're not necessarily a celebrity except by virtue of being a celebrity. Mm -hmm. So 
you have this weird situation where people recommending things are a lot of them are only really their only notoriety is that they recommend things mm-hmm. that that is the the definition of an influencer right is somebody who has fame or lots of followers because they have lots of fame and followers not because they necessarily have a particular uh, hobby or skill or business that they've used to build their platform well it depends depends what kind of like influencer too i think because we have like more like athletic like trainer type influencers where maybe they have like i don't know and then you have the influencers that are all about like just their aesthetic of like you know maybe they have fillers and they're shaped a certain way or i only recommend things that are orange (laughs) i only recommend things that will get you a big butt (laughs) have you been have you been looking at my instagram history again becky Becky, when, where do you go to look for your recommendations? What are your trusted sources? I would say a lot of the times it comes from friends. And then the other part probably comes from like other bloggers, like whether they, I know them personally or I've just been following along for a while. Let's say if I am specific, if I'm looking for a specific skincare product or makeup product, I will usually ask like someone at Sephora or someone that I know that works there. Whereas I would just ask you. Aww. Yeah, I feel like I, I look in so many different places for recommendations. It's hard to like pinpoint one place or one person. Is there any place or source that you have blacklisted where you got a, like a bad recommendation and you're like, I am never listening to this thing for recommendations again? Not me personally, but I know I know we've talked about her quite a bit, but like Gwyneth Paltrow on like Ugh, yes. the things that she recommends and then it's just it's so expensive too. Like my coworker and I were on her website the other day and she was promoting I think it was pajamas for like seven hundred dollars. Those pajamas better give me a really big butt. <laughs> They better get you something. Like those those pajamas better do my squats for me when I'm not wearing them is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Has there been anyone or any place that you've sort of like banned or blacklisted? Well, as I alluded to earlier, I often turn to you for advice on certain types of products that I don't have a lot of familiarity with, right? I've Mm -hmm. really been trying to up my like my skincare kind of like health regime uh, and, and make up for certain deficits in my education in that in that regard. And you've been extremely helpful in recommending things or even just kind of giving me pointers in terms of which directions I should explore. So I, I really appreciate that. Aww. Flipping that around, I also wanted to briefly talk about this idea of like when somebody recommends something to you and then they just start getting annoying about it. And it's like, they're constantly like checking in with you being like, Hey, did you listen to this song yet? Did you like read that book I recommended? Mm. Have you listened to that podcast yet? 
I don't know, like, how do you deal with somebody who's being a little bit overbearing when it comes to giving you a recommendation and then just not dropping it? I've had it happen before, mostly with, like, people saying to me, like, hey, you would really love this podcast. I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast that anybody has recommended to me, uh, including the podcasts that you've recommended to me, Rebecca. And And that's okay. Like, honestly... I think people don't realize like you already, everyone already has so much going on in their head and in their lives. And what I mean by that is I think we, we put our, a lot of pressure on ourselves anyway to do a lot of things and someone adding like one more thing to your plate. I think what I've done in the past would just be like, I kind of just like brush it off and be like, Thank you so much for that recommendation, but I haven't had the chance to actually look at it. If you really do want me to listen to like a specific episode of a podcast, do the work for me. Like literally send it to me and I will listen to it. Otherwise, I'm not going to go out of my way to, to search for it. That's a really great comment. I completely agree. And I, I'm the same way. I, I love how you're like, do the work for me when it comes to like people recommending books to me, right? I have nearly a thousand books on my to read list on goodreads if you just tell me to read a book i probably won't get to it for the next five years if you physically put the book in my hand like if you give me the book or you lend it to me then i will probably get to it assuming i'm at all interested in reading it so i completely agree with you and i think that's a good point i also think that you know when i recommend something to somebody whether it's a book or a podcast or whatever i always do it with the expectation that they will never engage with that recommendation Mm, I like that alright so starting off with uh, actual recommendations coming at us let's start with books so Becky what's one book in particular that you've recently read that you want to tell everybody about Okay, I recently read Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. And I love that title. I know, right? And I could just picture her saying it like, girl, wash your face. <laughs> like, just like, it's, I just feel like it's so like empowering. Like, yes, you're going to have really tough moments, but just breathe and then get on with it, right? This book is about just like life lessons that Rachel has learned throughout the years. And she's like a successful um, lifestyle blogger. She owns like her own business and she's an accomplished author. Um, So she has, she's done like a lot. And I believe she's like under 40 as well. So it's pretty impressive. But yeah, so basically the book starts off with like the challenges that she's faced in life. And she's like, listen, like my life looks really great, but you don't know the backstory. Like her brother committed suicide. She had to unfortunately like see the aftermath of that. And yeah, just like her home life when she was younger was very like unstable and she just had like a lot of chaos. Each chapter is just filled with like a bunch of knowledge and things that she's had to overcome. And then at the very end, she'll give kind of like three tips on like things that have helped her. So one of the chapters is like, and I know we can all relate to this, but like 
I'm not good enough. And then she goes on about her story, about um, which would happen to her. So, and then she'll recommend things like, you know, she went to therapy. She hustled for joy, which I, I love that. I hustled for joy. And then um, her third tip was kind of like, I reordered my list. But yeah, I just, I think it's very like, <clears throat> it's very real. It's very honest. Um, it really makes you think about stuff that's going on in your life and maybe how you can take a different approach. I don't, I didn't agree with obviously every single thing that she said or how she said it, but can you, overall, can you give an example? Well, she's Christian based and I think that's really great to have faith, but I didn't necessarily like agree with some of those things or even like how she like how she met her husband originally and then he was kind of like a bit a bit of like an asshole to her but then things kind of like turned around and she ended up dating him and then ended up marrying him and he like he did change and, and she did have like a bit of a disclosure being like listen I'm not telling you to like stick around with a guy that's mm-hmm. not treating you nicely like she's like that's not like my message she's like you just like never really know what's going to happen in life. And I'm like, okay, I, mm-hmm. I can respect her for telling her story and for seeing things through, but that's not really like what I would do. So yeah, that, like little, little things like that. That's fair. And I, I love yeah. how, I love how you're able to enjoy and be enthusiastic about some a book like that while also thinking critically about it and, you're still able to say like, hey, there are these parts here that I don't agree with, but there's also things in this book that I think are really relevant to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What about you? What is a book that you would recommend? It's a young adult novel that was published at the end of October 2019. It's called Full Disclosure by Cameron Garrett. That's C-A-M-R-Y-N and then Garrett is G-A-R-R-E-T-T. She's a young black author from New York, and the book is about a teenage girl who um, she was adopted, her parents are two gay men, and she herself is HIV positive. Mm -hmm. And so she has to deal with the stigma that surrounds that. It's not she's not super open about it, right? She recently switched schools because people at her previous school found out about the fact that she's HIV positive. And so she has to deal with that on top of all of the other uh, um, issues around trying to figure out your sexuality, trying to figure out like dating people and having sex and stuff. And that's hard enough as it is, even if you don't have HIV, right? Mm -hmm. So I just, I really enjoyed the book because I didn't know that much about being HIV positive before I started reading it, and it definitely opens your eyes to that. I really liked the characters. You know, it talks a lot about sexuality and questioning your sexuality because the main character, Simone, um, you know, she spends most of the book being attracted to and trying to date a guy, but she also is questioning herself. She's like, well, maybe I'm bi. And she has two best friends, one of whom is bi, uh, the other one is asexual, which I, I, I personally 
uh, could identify with, right? So there's a lot of inclusivity and diversity in the book that doesn't feel tokenistic. And there's so much um, emotion in the book as you understand how difficult it is for Simone to uh, go through everything in life that we would normally have to face, plus dealing with the fact that she's HIV positive. I love that. One more thing I would like to recommend is actually a dish. Uh, I was going to recommend a restaurant, and then I was like, eh, there's too many restaurants in Montreal. It was a roast chicken, butternut squash, guacamole rice bowl. It was so easy to make, didn't take a lot of time, wasn't like too many crazy ingredients. Um, so we'll have like a link for you guys. Uh, yeah. What about you, Ben? What are some other things you would like to recommend? Well, we both listen to a lot of podcasts as well as produce one. Yep. So got a few podcasts I could recommend, but right now I'm really into one I've discovered recently. It's called Off the Book, the Improvised Musical. And uh, two comedians slash musical theater people, along with a whole like kind of live band accompaniment and some guests, every episode, they improvise an entire musical. So for about an hour to an hour and a half, they make up the whole story on the fly. They make up the song lyrics on the fly. It takes incredible talent and it is always, always hilarious. So I love that. I love that. I remember you talking to me about that. Mm-hmm. When I first discovered, I'm just like, how did I not know this existed sooner? Yeah. And what about you? What's one podcast you would recommend that's not ours? Oh, man, that was the one that I was going to recommend. Well, besides ours, I also love, and I know I mentioned him previously, but The School of Greatness with Lewis Howes. I've been listening to that for like, I don't know, three or four years now, and I don't necessarily love every single episode because he interviews a lot of people or he does like some solo episodes. Um, but I say I would listen, I listen to three quarters of mm -hmm. his stuff. Um, yeah, it's just very like inspirational. I get to learn about um, different types of people, like whether they're authors or musicians or they're entrepreneurs. Um, or they're none of the above and maybe they're like a philanthropist or just mm -hmm. like very interesting people. Definitely recommend cool. it if you want like a boost and to feel like uplifted. All right. Myself and all of our listeners will never listen to any either of these podcasts. But <laughs> finish off, I'll finish off my recommendations with a little bit of music. Okay. I've been following a YouTuber slash musician for a while now. Uh, her name is Tessa Violet. She has an album that just dropped in October. It's called Bad Ideas. It's got several different tracks on it that I really, really like. Like, you know how sometimes on albums there's like one track that's really great and the other tracks are just like, oh, okay. This one has at least three tracks that I really like, including the title track. Mm -hmm. But probably the, the boppiest of them is called Crush. But that's not what I want to do now. I'm not trying to be with you now, you now But I could be a crush I could throw you for a rush Like hoping you text me so I could tell you And that, that one has a really cool music video out on YouTube I also like the one called Games Because I find that the, the melody on that one is really good And I like the way you break it 
a, it's a nice novel about kind of getting over like a breakup, getting over somebody who turned out to maybe be a bad idea in your life. Uh, do you have any music? That, what are you listening to right now? Tend to just listen to things that are either like trendy or I end up like going like way back. Like right now I'm listening to early 2000s Janet Jackson and that's giving me life right now. I also cool. like this French musician. Her name's Angèle. Those two right now I'm I'm really feeling. And I haven't yet listened to the new, well, when this comes out, this will not be that new, but the newer Kanye album. I want to listen to it just because there's such like polarizing feelings about it. So, Is there any particular track from Janet Jackson or Angel that you want to recommend that I can cut into here? Old school Janet Jackson. My top three would say Someone to Call My Lover, All For You, and All Night. And okay. she, oh, just all of it. But um, I'll give like my top three for her too. They're very like intense too. Like if, if you can understand the lyrics, um, jalousie. Balance ton quoi and Taren are my top three. And what do those mean in English? Uh, jalousie, jealousy. I don't actually know what balance ton quoi means. <laughs> and then Taren is like your queen. So she's very like, she's very much like a feminist and a lot of her songs have to do with you treat me like a piece of meat, but I'm more than that. And she has just like such a beautiful voice. Well, thanks for chatting with me about recommending stuff, Becky. If our listeners wanted to recommend us to people who haven't listened to us, uh, where would they direct people? You guys can listen to us anywhere you find uh, podcasts, including iTunes and Spotify. You guys can also visit our website at www dot we just like to talk dot com we love doing this we love recommending things and i love chatting with you ben thank you all right well thanks for chatting as always becky we had a little bit of technical difficulties in the middle of recording this episode <laughs> but we got through it and we got it done as always as always life is a journey not a destination becky scott Thank <laughs> you.